Choir Girls, guys. We miss you so much. We hope you had a good start to the new year. Holidays. Hello. 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 I know, guys, we miss you. We thought taking a month off would be fun. And it really did allow us to kind of like gather our thoughts and, you know, I'll get all of our shit in order to have a really good new season. But I miss this. I miss chatting every week. It's not yeah. the same. Well, we didn't really take off. We just didn't record. That's a good way to that's a good way to put it. We've been chatting on Zoom consistently. <laughs> <laughs> we were we had like a three hour meeting. So. Oh yeah, lots behind the scenes. But we really do have some like exciting things coming up that I really genuinely want to say, but I feel like it's better to keep it behind the curtain for now. But all I can say is there's some cool shit. And I hope you guys love it. We hope you love it. <laughs> we hope you love it for sure. I'm excited for today's episode. Yes, me too. Today, we kind of wanted to chat about all things, you know, goals for the new year, manifesting for the new year. Kelsey shared some like super interesting info with me about vision boards that we're going to share too for the new year. I feel like this is something people talk about constantly. And honestly, like, do you feel like this too? I feel like sometimes when the new year rolls around, it kind of stresses me out because people have these like big goals and they like have these vision boards and they write it all down. And I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know what I want right now. Like it takes time, you know? Exactly. I feel like we were just talking about this, how it's already overwhelming enough. Like you're going into a new year and you're like, okay, shit. Like all these people are posting their vision boards. All these people are doing this and doing that. And especially with TikTok, I feel like TikTok has, has a whole like area of just like vision board manifesting that's where yeah. we learned a lot of what we're going to talk about today um which is great it's really inspiring but it also can easily overwhelm you so we're just gonna kind of break it down for you guys today on some tips with you know goal setting manifesting vision boarding talk a little bit about our goals I actually mm-hmm. found I sent Kat this I found this really dope um like 2021 2022 reflection from Etsy because I was feeling like super paralyzed. Like I knew I wanted to do some type of reflection for 2021. I just like wasn't ready to sit down and like create a vision board just yet. I wanted to have like a night of it and make it like a moment, you know? Yeah. But um, so I just like randomly went on Etsy and I found this really good template. We're going to link it in the show notes. Um, But it says basically like there's a page, there's two pages on 2021 and there's two pages on 2022. And it says like rate your year and it has like five stars and you color in how many stars. It says like describe 2021 in three words. What are the best things that happened to me in 2021? What are some problems and negativity I encountered? The main lessons I learned, priorities I had in 2021, if they served me, just really good stuff. And then whenever you get to like, 2022, you talk, it asks about like, what new habits do I want to do? What are my priorities? What do I look like a year from now? It's just like a good, especially if you're not like creative type of person and you don't want to actually right. come up with a vision board. This is a good way to kind of lay it all out. I think it was like three or $4 on Etsy. So we'll link that in the show notes too. Yeah, we'll definitely link it out. Cause when Kelsey sent it to me, I was like, Ooh, this is nice. Cause I feel like it's easy for, you know, so many of us, like your brain feels like you have like 37 tabs open at all times. And you know, that meme it's like, and one is playing music. And like, that really is the reality of all of our brain. (laughs) You can't figure out where it's coming from. I feel like that all the time. So anytime someone like seems, you know, really like concise and decisive and they're like, Oh, I know exactly what I want. I'm like, 
it kind of stresses me out because I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't have that way of thinking. So definitely don't feel stressed if you're kind of the same way as we are in a little bit of like a hot mess because there's, you know, there's other people that break it down for you that make it a lot easier. So this sheet is really a godsend. Uh, for sure. Check it out. Highly recommend. Yeah, for sure. Um, so we thought we could start by kind of sharing some of our goals. I know personally for me, I feel like this is something about this. No, not yet. I literally, I mean, me and Kat are obviously like friends. So we talk a lot. <laughs> like We don't just have a podcast together. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't strictly text her about this, <laughs> um, but I haven't heard any of this. So I'm excited. Yeah. I feel like, do you feel like this too though? Cause I think my goals and stuff, they change a lot throughout the year. Like I wrote some stuff down right now that is very top of mind for me, just like in this season of life. And I'm like, I know in a couple months that'll change. And I think that's okay. You know, to kind of adjust yeah. as you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So what, so what are your goals? What you <laughs> <laughs> She's like, you better jump in. So something that helps me, I think is, and we're going to talk about this a little bit later, but just a little tidbit is like breaking some goals up by category kind of. Mm -hmm. And like, I think for, do you feel like whenever you're writing down your goals, it's always like the business ones first. I do feel that. <laughs> I mean, when you think, when you think goals, like yeah. what comes to your mind automatically? Like you're like, okay, business goals, like how do financial, yeah. right. Exactly. And I, I hate that it's like that. Cause I want to, I try to put more emphasis on like personal goals and wellness goals too. But mm -hmm. my first, my first one was I really, and me and Kelsey have talked about this. I really want to create a course this year. And I really want to try to kind of branch out from the things I'm doing on Instagram and the blog and stuff like that, and kind of have a new lane and like a new Avenue. Cause I just feel like, I don't know, you guys get this Kelsey, you get this, you get so burnt out doing the same stuff all the time. And I feel like being on these platforms, like we've gained a lot of knowledge and a lot of helpful knowledge over the years that I'm like, I want to create something that's a resource for people. That's a legitimate product. And it's not just like, Hey, this is a reel of me doing something. You know what I mean? Like really, really want to make a product. So putting that into the universe, uh, you know, you'll see a course eventually <laughs> it'll oh, be I here. Love that. What are you thinking for the course? I knew you mentioned this, but yeah, which way you wanted to go. So I really want to create some sort of pitching course. So for me, I feel oh, like that's so good at this. Uh, Kelsey's nice. No, it's just one of those things that like, and I'm sure you guys feel this too. I was like talking with Josie, who you guys know we've had on the podcast. I love her. And she created a course. And I was like, I really want to create a course. Like, I feel like I have knowledge to share. And she was like, oh, it should be a pitching course. And every other person I talked to who I'm friends with, like kind of in the industry said the same thing. They were like, you help everybody write pitches. Like, you know, you're always that guy, like just do what you're good at. And I was like, nah. And then like the last couple of months I was like, oh shit, I always am kind of just like assisting in that way if I can. So I think sometimes it helps to ask other people what they think you're good at. And then they kind of shine a light on something that you didn't really realize. So smart. I was by it because I, <laughs> <laughs> I love you. You'll get a, you'll get a free released copy. <laughs> I'm like, will you give me a review? So yeah, that's what I'm working on for the next couple of months. Um, I already kind of have some things on the way, so we will see. But that is one of my financial goals as well as kind of just, you know, moving forward in the income that I'm currently bringing in. But what about you? Oh, I love that. Um, I think you'll do it for sure. Thank you. We're speaking it into existence. We are manifesting here. Um, so my, the one automatic goal that like came to mind with my business is, and I think this goes along with, so I took a little break at the beginning of the year, um, like a week. And I just felt like, I told Kat that I just felt like so overwhelmed by 
all of the content that I was consuming. I was consuming way too much. I was scrolling. Like if I, if I had so much to do, like with my day, like I have a list of shit I got to do. And like the house is a mess and like there's stuff that I could be doing. Of course. I, I almost sometimes felt so overwhelmed that I would just be like, okay, I need to go on Instagram because it's quote unquote productive because it's my business, but I would just scroll. And then I would feel like worse because all these people were posting their like morning routines and like, you know, like the cute vibey, like here's my clean house kind of photos, videos. So I was just in like a weird space and it was almost paralyzing me to like create content. Like I was seeing so many people do these great TikToks and, you know, I, I feel like our generation of bloggers it like doesn't come naturally to us like TikToks. I agree. I don't know if I'm just speaking of people who like bloggers who are on Instagram who are like around our age like in our late 20s that we know Instagram like back and forth and with our eyes closed. TikTok came up and I feel like Gen Z and like younger, you know, younger creators really like snapped with it. So I made a goal for myself this year is stop consuming so much content and start creating videos and not caring as much about if they're like edited enough or like cool enough because it really it really impacted me whenever we had D on the podcast and how she was like she's so successful and she does a great job creating a community and she literally will just post like in her messy room with the lights off I agree. No, Kelsey, I completely agree with you. I started doing this like outfit challenge reels, like where I post every day. And I used to feel so much pressure to like make these like perfect reels and like, oh my God, my foot moved. So the transition looks stupid. So I'm, <laughs> so I'm not going to post it now. I'm like, fuck it. It's like 4 PM and I'm trying to film this and it's kind of dark. Like, I think it just gives you more freedom. So I love, I think that's such a good one. Yeah. So obviously I think invert obviously we all want to make more money than we did the previous year whether we are entrepreneur or if we're with a company and we want to get a raise of course obviously that is a goal but I'm I'm really trying to dig into like how to make that goal possible and I really think for not even just my wallet but for my fulfillment of like my job I want to create a stronger community which I think will come if I start being more vulnerable and doing more videos and doing things that I'm just like on the spot doing so I completely, I love that. I think that's such a good one. And I, I completely agree with you. I try my best not to put like a specific like number or like, you know, lean on financial goals in the way where you're like, Oh, I need to hit this number. I need to hit this specific metric. And more so just think like, I love how you have like a holistic approach. That's how I feel too. I'm like, what can I do to diversify? What can I do to kind of grow, you know, from where I am now, but not necessarily being like, I need to make this blank number of money because the money's not going to make you happy, you know? honestly like I okay really quick I want to talk about okay (laughs) I'm not a reader and I went to Savannah this weekend and I brought a book that was given to me um so Lauren Elena she's a country artist um she's a great person too and she wrote a book called I think it is called getting getting used to being you or falling in love with you um and it's all about kind of it's about what she's been through, but it's also about like loving yourself and just like how to overcome like certain things. And I forget what I was going to say. What were we talking about before that? <laughs> Guys, this is, this is the real, real. <laughs> I feel like other podcasts would be like, Hey, could you edit that part? 
figured out we're what like oh were you what did you say before like, i said back, keep it in um we're talking like overall oh, you know oh, yes the money doesn't make you happy i'm sorry yes. <laughs> um and she just really like she had a whole chapter about like the grass isn't always greener on the other side like and i i love that i think about this all the time because in no way she performed with what I'm about to say. I'm not, I don't mean for it to sound like any type of way. This is just reality that like, we get a shit ton of clothes. Like we do, because this is a part of our business. You know what I mean? Like if a brand wants to work with you, they're not going to make you buy the clothes in order to work with them. You know, they're just going to send you the clothes so that you're able to create that content. So we have a shit ton of clothes and back in college and even after college, I would like I would spend every last penny on material things, every last penny. If I had $3 in my bank account, it would be spent on $3 hair clip at Claire's. Like, yeah, I, I get was that. not good at managing money. And I really put emphasis on like material things and clothing. Like, oh, if I would just feel so much better if I had this and I had this and I had this. And once you have it, like now I'm able to access these clothes it just really like solidifies like, damn, like I still have problems that I had before. Like I just, I have more problems because I have shit everywhere. Like <laughs> literally that's so accurate. Like, yeah. It's, and sure. I know it might be hard to like actually hear like if someone really freaking rich was and with their like nice ass cars was like, oh, the I have cars. all these cars. Like, exactly. Yeah, like, it's, it's nothing. And you're like, Oh, like it is something like you For have sure. all those cars. That must be so much fun and blah, blah, blah. But like, really it's, it, you know, I don't know what I'm trying to say. This I book think, is a great book. It, <laughs> no, read it. it sounds good. And it kind of reminds me of, I was talking to someone else the other day about how sometimes when you do you find this, like you hit certain milestones, you almost don't get excited about them. You feel like you need to reach the next one when it's like so many things that we're doing now, I would have been fucking hyped to do a few years ago. You know, I would have been like, oh my God, that's life-changing. That's not life-changing, but you know, that's that's everything I wanted. And I think sometimes when you have things, um, when you reach those goals, they don't feel as sweet as you thought they would. Like that kind of ties into what you were saying about the material yes. stuff too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so- what I was saying really just to sum it up if you need like another just like a good book that's like really encouraging to just like be who you are and how to fall in love with yourself and how to overcome you know things that happen to us um definitely check out her book it I'm not a reader and I read it in two days which is wild (laughs) yeah she sounds awesome I love that I want to invest more in myself. That's kind of my next, um, goal too. Mm. One of my ones that I wrote down was like finding more activities that are centered more around like wellness and just like act, you know, like active stuff and like spend my money on those rather than spending my money on material things. So like I've been going to this yoga class and even though it's fucking $18, the city is ridiculous to class. Oh, baby girl. That is the cheapest (laughs) one around here. It's bonkers. Anyone that lives in New York, I'm sure is like, shut up. We're California, but <laughs> it feels that's like- that's the one you go with Kate? Um, so hers, I go to sometimes it's like an hour away. This one I go to, okay. it's like five seconds away. Um, I really, really like it, but I want to find more like wellness activities kind of like that. Like I've been going bouldering with friends. If you guys have ever done that, it's literally like rock climbing just without the, um, you're not like harnessed in. And that's been like so much fun rather than always being like, we need to go eat or like, I need to go shopping or like, you know what I mean? Spending your money, like you said, Kels on material stuff. Like I want to 
do more things that are just like getting you out there in the world and like yes. moving your body and kind of having fun. Cause I feel like those are the things that make me feel really, really good as opposed to like, you know, everybody loves shopping, but as opposed to like spending a day buying things. Yes, exactly. I, a personal goal that I have is to read more books. Love that. Because I mean, you guys know, like, I'm not a good, like, I'm not the best spoken person. <laughs> I'm not the best spoken person. <laughs> you are a very great speaker. Do you have a Kindle? I have a Kindle and I love it. No, I should get it. Um, they're great. Save, save some trees, but I just, um, I don't know. I just, there's so many benefits to reading and going along with just, you know, being better with words. It also helps so much to just, it's a reason to get off my phone, which I'm here for. So yeah, so cool. absolutely. I think it's a good thing too. At the end of the night, I found myself trying to, when I like lay down to go to bed, instead of like scrolling on Twitter, like literally I'm like, Oh, what are the trending topics right now? I'll like put my phone down and I'll like read a few chapters. I don't know. It just makes you feel better. That's such a good one. We mean? should start a book club. No, no. <laughs> she said, she said no. <laughs> okay. So I'm reading this thriller. It's called, I am watching you. It's really interesting. If you guys ever need somewhere to start, I know this is common sense, but I quite literally go on Amazon and look at the bestsellers. If other people like them, they're probably pretty good. <laughs> and that's what I end up buying on the Kindle. I love that you read like crime books. I've only Ooh, ever listened yeah. to crime podcasts. You would love like a suspense book. They're so good and they get you sucked in. Like, I feel like as much as I love, um, you know, like self-help and wellness and stuff like that, mm -hmm. they are much slower reads. Yeah. I'm telling you a thriller, you will get sucked in, mm -hmm. get a Kindle and I'll share all my books with you. Cause they're expensive. So I will are share they? them. Are they uh, on there? Kindle books are just as expensive as real books. They're like 13, $14. I'm like, that's ridiculous. Oh, that's dumb. ridiculous. I thought they would be cheaper. They're not. <laughs> are you able to share? With you are. If you, oh, I can nice. send it to you on the Amazon account. So yeah, just oh, get nice. Kindles are cheap too. Not like me being like a Kindle spokesperson, but I thought they were expensive. <laughs> they're literally like a hundred dollars. So it's, it's worth not it. Not an ad. <laughs> <laughs> At Kindle. <laughs> Um, I read one book that will stick with me forever and it's called a piece of cake hmm. by cupcake Brown. Have you ever read it? Um, never even heard of that. I read it so long ago, but it is such a good book. It's about a woman who I'm like very vague, going to be very vague about this description because it's been so long. Um, it's about a really successful woman now, but she was like, she ran away when she was super young. She resorted to drugs and prostitution. And now she's like a really successful lawyer, I believe. And it's just about her yeah. story and like all the crazy shit that happens to her. So I really love that book. So I'm like, okay, maybe I would like a thriller just because a lot of different crazy shit is happening in a thriller, you know? Um, Absolutely. But yeah. I'll put up cool. a, I'll put up a list for our call your girls, girls, <laughs> call your girls, girls, <laughs> and maybe one man that's here. Um, uh, because I read them all the time. So maybe just like some recommendations might be helpful. I love that. Thank you. Of course. Um, and then one more of mine is just, and honestly, like I kind of carried this over from last year. So I feel like, and I'm sure a lot of people can relate to this. You know, how sometimes I feel like I see memes about it all the time. And it's like, you don't have to say yes to everything. You're allowed to say no to things. I feel like I was always such like a yes, yes, yes person, right? Whatever people wanted forever. I was like, yeah, I'll do that. Sure. Yeah, whatever. And then I feel like with working for yourself, you have to really learn to say no, because otherwise like you'll never get anything done. You know, like people are like, oh, do you want to hang out on Wednesday at 12 PM? And I'm like, I have to get stuff done. 
<laughs> so I feel like it made me such a no person, if that makes sense. And I found myself like, even like at night, someone would want to be like, Hey, let's get dinner. And I'd be like, no, I have to get this done. Or, you know, even like on a Saturday morning, let's get brunch. And I'd be like, no, no, I could be shooting a reel. Like I just found myself constantly saying no to like friends for things. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. Like, you know, your, your work is important, but your life is also very important. So I feel like I've been trying to be more of a yes person and not even like think twice. Like if someone says, Hey, do you want to do this? Like, yeah, sure. I'll come. And I feel like it's always a benefit because you leave, I guess, personally, like being pretty extroverted, I feel so much better when I'm around people. So I'm like, it's a benefit for you to do that. And I feel like it opens new lanes and new avenues when you say yes more, instead of like being nervous, like even with business stuff, I feel like sometimes people are like, Oh, do you want to call or you want to do this? And I'm like, Oh shit. No, that makes me nervous. <laughs> and like, I want to say no, but I'll be like, yeah. And I think, I think it's like a mindset shift for me, you know, just like being more of a yes person and kind of just welcoming opportunities as they come and not overthinking them. So it's helped me a lot. That's such a good point because I, for me, I typically will say no, because I hate not being like in my routine. Like I, I completely get that already, even yeah. though I can move it around. Like that gives me anxiety to move it around. So I like, need to say no. Yeah. But you're right. Like you never really regret missing like those moments. And I think too, like, I know, cause I know exactly what you mean. Like, and it sounds so stupid. Even like a month ago, my friend was like, let's go for a hike. And it was like a Tuesday. I had a whole to-do list written down. And I was like, mm-hmm. and I was like, of course. And then I went and it was like such a nice day. And I did everything I needed to at night. So I was like, if I, if we do have the ability to have a flexible schedule or even just like in life, right. If you can just table something you're doing to say, yes, mm-hmm. I think you never regret it. I never come home and I'm like, damn, I wish I stayed here on my laptop, you know? Yeah, exactly. And it really, it's like helping you for when you have kids. A hundred percent. Cause your life is chaos. <laughs> yes. And like, you're never guaranteed like that time. Know, yes. Like shit could happen whenever, when, you know, and you got to, you got to pivot. Wait, Absolutely. I, I did watch TikTok that it was like, I think my friend Desi like posted it. Um, and it was about how like, you need to pivot. Like you need to get used to pivoting. Yeah. Because shit changes all the time. Shit doesn't work out. Like, don't get pissed about it. Don't get sad. Just learn to pivot. I love that. Huh? It's true. It is. It's so true. Cause you get so used to something and then it changes and it's like, you got to roll with the punches, you know? Yep. For sure. Love that. Do you want to share one more? Um, I think that, like, looking in, honestly, guys, this, <laughs> this little dorky thing I did on Etsy, it really <laughs> helps me so much. I really want to double my income, but we'll see how that goes. Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> Same. I, I want to um, keep continuing with my YouTube. Love I've that. been posting consistently since, I think, October. September. Um, so that's cool. So I really want to keep that up. And then, um, I love I think, that. I think my last one is just plan a wedding, baby. Hell Woo! yeah. We're hype. We're hype. <laughs> yeah. So we're getting married at the beginning of 2023. I don't know. It'll fly by. Literally. It will. So I'm like, okay, it's crazy plan a wedding this year and not feel like super anxious about, you know, yeah. Overwhelmed wedding. Yes. Overwhelmed. Exactly. You can balance it all. I fully believe in you. I see it working. I'm going to be sharing a lot of wedding stuff, I think, um, on my page, just because, you know, that's like, we share our life and that's going to be my life. It's going to be a big part. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. There we go. I love that. 
Next up, we were kind of thinking about sharing a little bit about goal setting. Cause I feel like, you know, we just chatted like, oh yeah, we're setting these goals. <laughs> and like, you can have as many goals as you want. You can have as little goals as you want. Like I was even looking at my sheet. I have a thousand written down, but I feel like sometimes, you know, everyone's like, just get them written down, then work towards them. And it's like, that's fucking vague. That's so vague. How do you, how do you know how to work towards them? So we kind of wanted to share a little bit about, you know, how goal setting actually works and kind of some things that we have learned in order to make that happen. Yes. So much good stuff we got for you guys. Very excited. Um, so first things first, goals can come in a million different categories, right? So we were just talking about that. They could be financial goals. They can be personal goals, career goals, educational goals, wellness. I think for me, when starting thinking about your goals is like writing the categories and kind of seeing what comes out of those. Cause same with you, Kels, like all the goals that are kind of on my sheet are all fucking across the board. They are all across the board. And I think that's good to have a bunch of different goals rather than just having like job goals. Cause like, you know, you want to focus on yourself and you want to focus on your life as well. Yes, I agree. And I just want to say that like, even though this episode is about like our goals and you know, how to put them like to, or how to bring them to life. I want to encourage you guys that this is like your no bullshit episode on how to figure this shit out with how to do vision boarding, how to manifest, how to set goals. Like it's so overwhelming. So we're just here to kind of like walk through it with you. For sure. Um, so I just wanted to reiterate that. I love it. It's true. It, it can be, I mean, I even saw this girl's reel and I like saved it because it like made me feel better. It was like, it's okay if you don't have a list of goals. It's okay if you're just starting the new year, like just getting through it. You know what I mean? I was like, that makes me feel good. <laughs> We're just trying to work towards it. Um, okay. So what would we say our first step is, Kels? Okay. So I think the first step to goal setting is to write that shit down, babe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's mm-hmm. something, don't type it either. Like, I think it's, there's something to be said and we'll get into it later how there's like actual studies done about this right but grab a pen pencil paper write it down in your handwriting so you can like look at it you can feel it you can you know all the things and breaking and then breaking that goal down even further so like what steps do I need to do to get there what does the pathway look like so if my goal is to plan a wedding like it's not just gonna like be planned in a day you know like I need to hire a photographer I need to hire like the florist or I even need to like go on Pinterest and I need to make specific categories that are like okay florist so then once I find a florist I can say this is my inspo instead of like oh shit like okay I have a florist but I don't really know what I want kind of thing you know so that's just kind of making it harder to achieve the planning a wedding goal um so be super specific and make sure you set a timeline to get goals accomplished So I want to have a florist by this date. So that way, you know, the goal's just not floating in the air. It's actually like, okay, this is my goal to get this shit done by this date. Yeah, you're right. The timeline is the most important thing. And like, I know it sounds like kind of cheesy and like kind of cheeky, but there's like a quote and you see all the time. We sound so cheeky right now. Oh yeah, we're like, set those goals, girl. (laughs) Um, There's like a quote though, and you see it all the time. I think it says something like, goals without timelines are just dreams, which is so true. And I feel like every year I write these goals down and then I never set a timeline for them. And then that time passes and I'm like, oh, I'll do it in the future. So yeah, yeah, the timeline's important. And I also think for some of us, like, I feel like we're so similar, but breaking down your goal as 
you know, as tiny as you need to is very helpful. I even do this with like to-do lists. Like I'll be like, get ready. Okay. What does that look like? It means do my hair. It means get my bag together and put it by the door. Like it's just helpful to kind of break your shit down. So then you feel like you can really see it and it doesn't seem so big. And then kind of just taking the first step to getting there and getting started. And it also feels so good whenever you cross off something from like a goal or to do list. Best. And it just gives you a little more, little more options to cross things off. Yeah, yeah. As much as you break it down, whenever I check off like do hair, I'm like, nice. Nice. <laughs> she did her hair today. Yeah, exactly. So I think that all those things are really helpful. And I know, you know, you guys can obviously do your fair share of Googling, but there's so many tips on like goal setting, but those are definitely going to get you started in the right direction, at least. For sure. Also very excited. I want to talk a little bit about vision boarding because yes. I, Kat, I've had it on my calendar to do like a vision board date with Jamie. I love that. Hasn't happened yet because I, you know, I need to go get magazines. Magazines. They're (laughs) so expensive, like $7 a magazine. So expensive to then cut Now they're probably even more. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah, if my yoga class is 18, a magazine has to be $35. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. But we did a little bit of research and we found a lady named Joyce Schwartz and she claims to be a vision board expert, which is really cool. Um, Apparently she was on Oprah and I think she's like the only vision board expert there is. Yeah, they said she was self-proclaimed, but like, I love that bitch. Give yourself a title, you know? Hell yeah, hell yeah. (laughs) So we are going to dive into some of the things that she says and she believes in some tactics that she goes about vision boarding. Because once, I'm glad we didn't make vision boards yet because once I heard some of her beliefs, I was like, oh shit, like that's such a good idea and it makes so much sense why people do it this way. So we're just going to dive into all those. Yeah. I love the ideas that Joyce laid out. Like even when Kelsey and I were listening to it together, we were like shaking our heads when she would say something smart. So thank you, Joyce. Um, so the first things first that she mentioned is you don't have to set a vision board for the whole year, right? You know how everyone's like, Oh my God, you have to, what are your yearly goals? A year is a long time. She said, Mm -hmm. don't do a year do a vision board seasonally or quarterly to keep on track. And personally, as someone who gets overwhelmed thinking about a year, that makes me feel a little bit better. So, you know, right now, Kels, let's do one for winter. I think that makes sense. Yeah. So, which it's, I feel like it's not as glamorous because people okay, are like, I agree. 2022, 2022 is my year. <laughs> 2022 vision board. Uh, um, but it makes sense because, yeah. Okay. In my head, I'm thinking, okay, 2022 vision board, I'm going to put like, I don't know, say I want to put like a new house. I don't want a house right now, but as an example, (laughs) as an example, something like big, if you start to think like, okay, even just the little thought of like quarterly vision boards, you think like, oh shit, like I really don't have that much time to get this goal done. You know what I mean? Like it just, it, it puts a little pressure of, on you. Yes. It puts pressure and it helps bring in like the realization of like, oh shit. Okay. I'm, I probably won't get the house this year, but I could get like my pre-approval, whatever. I could get my loan. I could get, so this, good. I could get this. So it kind of makes you think like, okay. Or if you do want the house, you have to think like, okay, I need to get, I've never fucking bought a house. I don't know what you need. <laughs> Approval loans. I don't know. <laughs> it makes you think like, okay, I need to get this by the second half of the year. 
you yeah. know, it just, it just helps bring you a little down to reality in the midst of all the like cuteness of vision boarding. I agree. You're so right. When you said the glamour growth is not glamorous and getting your shit done is never glamorous. Like I thought that when I saw other people's boards and they have like pictures of like girls in sunglasses and like money on them. It's <laughs> like, Oh fuck. <laughs> Mine's not going to look like that. So that's okay. If yours doesn't look glam, that is totally fine. Um, another thing we learned is that your board should be physical. So you really, really want to, you know, we are just saying, even though magazines are $13 million, um, it's worth getting a couple magazines and maybe, you know, a nice little cardboard sheet you can get from the dollar store that you used to make like dioramas in school on and make one with that. Apparently when you do this, the physical board channels the right side of your brain. And apparently the computerly um, channels the left, which I was saying to Kels, it's interesting. Cause like, obviously, you know, how they always say one side of your brain is like the creative side and the other is like the intellectual, you know, like mathy side of your brain. Mm-hmm. So just interesting hearing that physical makes a big difference. Yeah, honestly, I like, cause you think you see everyone posting theirs and you're like, oh, it's easy. Like to just get, you know, little pictures off Google or Pinterest, make a Pinterest board. Right. But when I saw, I was like, okay, it should be physical. It should be like, um, a ceremony. It should take, you should like take your time visualizing every single thing that you're trying to manifest. That's another like thing that Joyce, our girl Joyce says, um, you should like light candles and it should be like a thing. Like, it shouldn't just be like, oh, I have some time. Like, let me make this cute thing to put on my like wallpaper on my phone. Yeah. It should be like a sit down, light candles, relax, really like think about your goals and what you want to manifest and what you want to vision, um, which I thought was so interesting that like how big of an impact, I think there was a study done um, on doing like online vision boards versus in person. Huh. Yeah. We have to link out to the TikTok that we were reading about it because it is so interesting. And honestly, too, this just came to me. Um, I am not Joyce, but I feel like even if your vision board takes you a couple of days or a few weeks, like you need time kind of laying out your thoughts. That's okay too. Cause sometimes you feel super like pressed. Like, I feel like for me, if I'm like cutting all this shit out, I'm like, Oh shit, I got to get this done tonight. You totally do not, you know, like you can just work through certain parts of your goals and then other ones may come to you later in the week. Like that's okay too. Yeah, for sure. Um, so once you sit down, I believe she also says, so, you know, I said like a ceremony, make it like a situation, visualize every single thing you're trying to manifest. Um, you also want to make sure that once you create the vision board, you don't just like put it in your closet or like put it somewhere you don't want people to see it. Um, put it somewhere you can always see it. So rather, whether that be like on your fridge or in your living room, in your office, I think like even like hung up in your closet may be nice. Like well, every time you go like to get dressed, you could I see was it. just thinking that <laughs> the closet, that's where it's going to be. Yes. And she says to share it, like share it. It's not a secret. The more you share it with everyone and the more you tell everyone about like your goals and what you want to manifest, the more likely it's going to happen. Yeah. And it also kind of like, you know, when you say something out loud, you're like, shit, I got to kind of do it. <laughs> It makes it more real. I actually think for me, when she said that, I like immediately felt a sense of stress. <laughs> and even when you and I were like sharing our goals, I was like nervous. Like, I feel like for me, I'm always the kind of person who keeps these things close to the chest. You know, you like write a goal list and I'm like, please don't read this note. Like it's kind of just in your own head. So I thought it was interesting when she was like, share it, share it. I think what you said, Kels, rings so true. Like when you let other people in on it, it 
turns it a little bit more into reality. And then I think you have the pressure of other people knowing you want to do that. So it kind of motivates you to do it a little bit more. So another thing that our girl Joy says is to ask and receive. So to start by like creating big categories whenever, so you don't want to just sit down with like a magazine and put shit on a paper that looks pretty. You actually want to start with your goals first on paper. So you want to create like big categories, love, work, finance, wellness, et cetera. Um, and actually like come up with your goals under each category. It just helps you kind of organize a little bit better. Yeah. The way she said, come up with it in, in words, in writing, I thought was interesting. Cause I feel like whenever people do vision boards, you're so right. Like it's the same way as anything, right? Like you'll be on Pinterest and you'll be like pinning stuff. Cause I'm like, this is cute. This is cute. It's not necessarily what's resonating with you and it's not your goal. So I think coming up with the words first, like she was saying is a very important tool. Cause then you can find images that relate to those words rather than just like finding cute images and, you know, moving in the wrong direction. Yes, exactly. So like, I, cause I get it. Like you go in a magazine and you get so inspired by the magazine that you're like, Oh yeah, I want that. I want that. I want that for sure. But you need to like take a step back and actually write down what you want and then go to the magazine. Right. Next thing is she was talking about how visualizing and envisioning are actually two very different things, which is interesting because they really feel like the same word. But when she described it, I was like, oh, um, so she was saying that visualizing is kind of like just using your imagination to think about something, right? Like a daydream, you're just thinking something out in your own head. And then envisioning is more so like meditating on an event that you're trying to manifest. So really thinking about I feel like, you know, why you want that? Um, what do I need to do to get there? Kind of like we were saying earlier and not just thinking about it in kind of like an airy, you know, kind of like a fun way, more so taking actionable steps and really manifesting what you're thinking about. Yeah, for sure. I thought that was so interesting. And it goes back to like making it an occasion, like making yes, it- absolutely. Like lighting candles, like actually- envisioning what you want instead yeah. of just like, oh, that's cute. I'd love a car. I was going to say too, I know for people who, do you feel like this sometimes like almost, I feel like I'm the easel, most easily like peer pressured person ever and not in like a bad way, but in the way that someone's like, do you want to do this? And I'm like, sure. Like I just am again, it's easy for me to say yes to things. So I feel like for me at first I was, I was literally about to say to you, I was like, we should have a vision board party. I kind of feel like making one by myself. If you're someone who's kind of like a sponge, like I am might be helpful because you're really focusing on what you truly want and you're not getting swayed by seeing other people's goals. So it might just be helpful to kind of do it by yourself. That's such a good point. Cause I was about to ask like some friends here. I was like, you want to do a vision board party? Cause Jamie doesn't really sound that interesting. <laughs> Kelsey, I'm shocked. It doesn't resonate. <laughs> Dude, um, men do not understand. <laughs> no, but I was like, come on, it'll be fine. We'll get him to do it. Um, but that's such a good point. And like going back to images versus writing, what she was saying um, is that like, the images impact the right side of your brain. So like your the right side of your brain is processing those images, but the statements are coming from the left side of your brain. So in order to tie it all together, you kind of have to have a little bit of both. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. And also I think this probably plays a role differently depending on who you are, right? Because some people 
are so visual. Like, I feel like we're both very visual. Like we were saying, like some people you read something and it's committed to memory. I feel like for me, when I see something, it's more so committed to memory than if I were to read it or if I were to hear it. So I feel like doing both of those things is helpful, you know, no matter who you are, maybe one resonates with you more, but that's totally fine. Yes. Yeah. I completely agree. Oh, I'm excited. I know. I feel like it's cool that we finally have like a path because literally every time was every time anybody was like, Oh, I'm making a vision board. I was like, cool. <laughs> That's cool. You have a vision board. <laughs> I was like, how do I do that? Like it honestly just feels so overwhelming. So that's why we kind of wanted to break the shit down for you. Even if you're not like, a, if you have no interest in vision boards at all, I understand. Okay. Dear thing. Definitely check out the Etsy, um, template yes. that we're going to link below because it's more of a question answer kind of thing for sure. Um, rather than like an open-ended, just like vision board situation. And I feel like anything you do too, like, even if, you know, like you said, even if you're not going to go like full throttle into this, which like I completely get doing anything I think helps just because it helps you set an intention. I feel like even just being like more mindful, um, we should do an episode on that. Kelsey, I was talking to this girl I follow who is always sharing about like mindfulness tips and stuff. Um, and she told me to like read this book, which I bought and do like daily affirmations and stuff. Um, just being more mindful about what you want out of your life definitely plays a role in where you go and your trajectory. So anything you do is better than nothing for sure. For sure. I think it would be really cool to bring on like a manifest. Whoa, guys, I'm so rusty. Like I'm so rusty. Manifest. Manifestation expert. Like, I think that would be really cool. I was watching something from TikTok and I forget exactly what it was called, but she called it like leaping or something. And it's like the process of shutting your eyes and really envisioning like your goals and like pretending like if your goal is to own a house or build a house, actually envisioning like walking up to the door like how do you feel walking up to the door reach out your hand and open the doorknob like what do you see inside that's so interesting now go and touch the counters like how do they feel what do you feel inside and oh it's called like a quantum jump is what she called it um and I am no even little tiny expert I watched like three videos of hers because I was so interested in it Uh, but it would be really cool to get someone on the podcast like that. If you guys are interested in learning about that, let me know. I know I am. Yeah, me too. And I think a lot of people are more so this is like kind of random and stupid, but, um, my good friend is a teacher and he was saying they even do like manifestation with their kids. And even in, every time I go to this yoga class, the lady will always say at the end. Right. And I think it's just like a yoga thing, but she'll make you put your hands over your eyes and she'll be like, I'm not going to see any negativity today. She'll put your, make your hands over your ears and be like, I'm not going to hear anything negative. Like I'm only going to speak love. There's a lot to, to say about what you say to yourself, you know, and what you say to the world. So that's cool. Let's do it. I know. I love it. So if you guys recommend anyone or like have someone you love following for all thing manifesting, send them our way. Cause I'm yeah, let us know. We're invested. This topic, um, <laughs> especially during this time of year too. We're like all in the mindset of, you know, manifesting. We actually are having a guest on next week that is going to be great to help, help you guys start off the new year. I know a lot, we, we hear a lot of like dieting and, you know, your new year's resolution is to lose weight. And, you know, you know how we feel about the topic, but you do you, if you want to lose weight and it's for a reason that, you know, it's not for somebody else or whatever, do you. But we're bringing somebody on who's really educated in this. Um, He's actually my nutrition coach and he has a great outlook on 
honestly everything in the space. I'm so happy I found him. I've been working with him for over a year. So keep an eye out. That will be going live soon. Yeah. I'm so excited to talk to him. I feel like he has a really unique approach. Cause like you said, everybody talks about like weight loss. And I feel like I even stalked his Instagram profile for a little bit. And he, he's like really good about like dispelling a lot of, you know, like fitness and wellness and nutrition myths. I'm excited to talk to him about carbs. <laughs> Me and Kelsey love carbs. So yeah, right. the first person to ask for a baguette in the grocery store. <laughs> Like where are they at? But guys, thank you so much for being here for our first episode of season two. We hope this helped to, I don't know, like get you a little bit inspired. Feel free to share your goals with us um, in the DMs. That's like my favorite thing. Whenever I open the call your girls page and I like read the DMs, <laughs> it sounds it sounds cheesy, but it's just, it's always exciting to like get to chat and just to hang out. Honestly, that's the best part of all of this. So thank you so much for listening. We will chat with you next week. And don't forget if you ever need anything too. call your girl. Bye guys. Bye.